Welcome to Life Unedited. This is your lifestyle guide to living a life that is aligned solely with you so that you may find the courage to live the life you desire. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, a one-time fitness guru who experienced severe postpartum after becoming a mom who found the strength to divorce a man with suicidal tendencies and a severe drinking problem, and who went on to heal from the loads of Catholic guilt that I was raised with. I have only two goals in my life. One, make sure that every woman knows that she is worthy simply because she was born. And two, I want to watch the patriarchy fall. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you to grab your membership to the Daily Dose of Life Unedited today. The Daily Dose brings you bonus episodes in between the Friday freebies. This is content that you will not find anywhere else, and I promise it will bring you so much sparkle and joy that you won't believe you're getting it all for only $4.99 a month. Click the link in the show notes and grab your membership now, and then go check out all of the episodes that you have been missing out on. What's up, you guys? All right, welcome back. It's Tab here, and... What a crazy couple days it's been. If you are in the Western New York, Buffalo area, today may be the first time you've left your house in days because of a blizzard. It is also the reason that there was no free episode on the past Friday, and instead we are doing it today, which is Tuesday, because um, blizzard, like we'll we'll just stick with blizzard, one of the most deadliest storms that we've had in years And it happened to come at the absolute like worst time because we're talking, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And it brought a lot of heartache and a lot of grief to a lot of people in the area. So I am personally super thankful um, and I'm cashing in on my thankfulness and my abundance of love and, and gratitude in the fact that my entire family is safe. As much as it hurt to not see my brother and my niece for Christmas, knowing that they were safe and that he did not attempt to venture out because he has a really big truck. He did not attempt to venture out with her in the truck and nobody got stuck. And that is the most important thing. So it's just so incredible to me. We're in the last week of the year. And so I had told you guys over and over again that I had claimed that at 40, shit was going to change. And let me tell you, shit has started changing. You guys, I'm so pumped for January and for everything that's coming up. And I feel like this is the last week of the year to really like Let the universe wrap up the old shit as we go into the new shit. Does that make sense? Like, it's the time to like really be capitalizing in on those manifestation and abundance feels. So, and if you want to know the power of manifestation and abundance, you guys, I, 
I don't even know where to start because this year has been transformational in every way. In terms of the business, it's probably been one of my absolute worst years in business. And you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm not, but I am. Like, like, right? Like part of me is like, you're not okay with it. But really I am because sometimes we have to remember that success and growth, it requires rest and steps back, step stepping back at certain times, right? Like I needed this year was about stepping back and then so that I could step into my my own and move forward. So the connections I have made in the past six to eight weeks have been so astounding. And one of them, the craziest one of all, and I'm not going to tell you how we met just yet because I am fearful that if I do, um, there are a number of people listening to this who will know who I'm talking about. And I don't think we're ready for that yet. So anyways, about three weeks ago, Jill and I, you guys, you guys all know Jill. She's, she's actually going to be coming on pretty soon. Um, we're working on coordinating a date. We have a really, really good paid episode for you guys. If you're not paid, you should definitely get on the paid um, plan right now because let me tell you, it's juicy as all get out. But Jill and I um, have been talking. We talk almost every day. And she was talking about being on a dating app and, you know, what's out there. And she convinced me to go on a dating app. And I finally kind of said, like, okay, I think I'm ready. Like, I think, I don't know what I'm ready for. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for a full commitment. I don't know if I'm ready for, like, you know, super long term, super serious. But I think I'm ready to start putting myself out there again. And I, no lie, I said the words and I opened myself up to it. And I had some of the craziest experiences ever. One was I had a walk-in client who proceeded to call me a tease, which I found to be crazy um, because, because I was literally like not showered and dressed in pajamas. So, you know, I was not trying to tease anybody. He got the same service my 90-year-old grandmother would get. Like it was really was not. I then met somebody else who proceeded to tell me several times over, um, you know, how gorgeous I was. And then I met this other person who, you guys, I can't even tell you. Um, how crazy it is. I I met him very briefly at an outing and then we connected again and I was telling Jill that like, I'm like, he's, there's just something about him. Like, I don't know what it is. There's just, there's something about him. Like I need to know him more. And I was lucky enough that he just happened to send me a text message about something business related and from there, it kind of just took on its own life. And wow, I, oh, you guys, I, I, I don't even have words because it's just been complete and utter like fairy tale, unreal. Um, and I think about it, it is 
only been a week. Um, and, and in that week, there was this gigantic, huge blizzard, right? But I also think that that has helped in so many ways because we have been stuck on opposite ends of the, feels like opposite ends of the earth. And we've really gotten to know each other on so many levels and in so many ways beyond being together or things physically, right? Like it has been so much conversation and so much learning. Um, It has just been absolutely incredible. And he took me on the most perfect little date that neither of us were really sure if it was a date, but it was. And um, it's been really, really cool. And I have to believe that it's all out of finally just saying to the universe, like, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. Like, I think it's time for me to put myself out there. And, you know, it was funny because as him and I were talking and he's like, you've been divorced for quite a while. So I can't imagine I'm the first person you've dated. Like, you know, and he was asking me questions and I'm like, "Um, actually, hold up. You are the first person I've dated because unlike so many people on the dating apps, and this is not a judgment and this is not a this is not a condemnation or anything of those sorts but what you'll find if you go on the dating apps and you're in your 40s what you find is that there are so many people out there who claim that they're ready like they're post divorce or post something and they're like they're ready but once you start the conversation, you realize they're not really ready or they're ready for something that's entirely different than what you are looking for, right? Like, and he had given me this example that, you know, he, and I think this goes more so for men looking for women over women looking for men that a lot of the women are single moms. No exception, I'm one of them. But that they're not willing to, get a babysitter for a weekly date night or do this or do that. It's kind of like, well, you know, my kids come first on all and on every level whatsoever. Now my kids come first. Absolutely. But I am also willing to make sacrifices to be able to go on a date night or do what I need to do to nurture both pieces of my my life, right? Like, and because I've learned. And so basically what I had said to him is, you know, in those two plus years of divorce, um, I made sure that I was not anywhere. Like I didn't put myself out there at all until I knew I was ready. So for the past two years, if I I wasn't even giving approach me vibes. Like I have not been, I have not been approached by anyone in years, years. I have not in, I think this is where, okay, like I know I'm going on a tangent here guys, but you guys are used to it, right? So here's the deal. I spent most of my 20s being told over and over again that I was beautiful. And I I don't say that in like a cocky sort of way. Um, 
over and over again, you know, I, there was a running joke that we could go out to the bar and I could come home with more money than I left the house with. I was, I never had an issue having guys approach me or flirt with me. And unfortunately, a lot of my validation came from that. I didn't have the self-validation just yet that I quite needed to really, you know, become who I was supposed to be. But with that, it it brought about this sense of over the past, you know, several years that like, that has not happened to me in years. Like since my husband, my ex-husband and I first started dating, um, when we were first dating, you know, it would still happen. But shortly after we got married, it all stopped. And I know that there's this joke that like you get married and you put on the ring and it's the ring. It's the ring that stops it. I don't think that's true. I think what stops it is we begin to close ourselves off because we become so unhappy. So like I started to shut down the world around me because I was so unhappy and my life had turned into this thing that I really didn't want and I didn't know how I got there and I didn't know how to get out of it. And I was so unhappy that I didn't want to meet anybody. So what happened then was for years, I mean, it's been probably five to six years since anybody has told me I'm beautiful. Um, and it's amazing because literally when I opened myself up and said, I'm ready, it just started. Like it just, here it came. People started noticing me again because I started making myself un, not invisible, uninvisible. How would you say that? Huh. I, but I started showing myself to the world again. And I didn't know where there was this man who stood there. And man, let me tell you, I, there was something about him. And I cannot wait to see where it goes. Um, I'm so excited. And so I'm telling you all this because it's the week before between Christmas and New Year's. I have nothing else to talk about. The whole point of this, of, of telling you all of this is one, because I, you know, you know, um, when you meet somebody new and things are so fantastic, you could like scream it from the rooftops. But also because I want to make sure that, you know, you are officially putting out like that you are doing the things to get what you want out of life. So that's that's what I want to remind you of today. Like, especially as we're going into the new year, this is the perfect time for this reminder. Because as we're going into the new year, like if you're thinking, and I, you know, oh man, I had this, I had this conversation with a client of mine. I don't know, probably close to a year and a half ago now. And she was basically saying how she was one of her best friend, like her person passed away. And since her person passed away, she hasn't found another friend and it has really impacted her 
her life in so many ways. She doesn't go out. She doesn't do things. She doesn't have that person to talk to. But as we discovered, and she's like, I want that so bad. I want that so bad. But she wasn't actually opening herself to that. Okay. And what do I mean by that? Like she was not putting herself in a position anywhere. Like she wanted that, but she still wasn't opening to the universe. Like show me someone new, bring someone new into my life. And sometimes if we're going to do that, we have to put ourselves in positions that are slightly uncomfortable in order to get that, right? Like when I, when I met this, this person, um, this new person in my life, it was wildly, I had, it was wildly uncomfortable. And Jill and I joke all the time because I will fill you in on that story at some point and some, someday later. Um, but it was really uncomfortable to kind of put it out there and then be like, oh, hey, like, so what are you doing later today, right? And it was a combination on both ends of, you know, feeling like we wanted to get to know each other more. But you have to be open. You can't, I could have been saying for the past two years, I desperately want to meet somebody. But if I'm not leaving my house and I'm not putting myself in the position to meet new people and all of my clients are females, then how am I going to meet somebody? Does that make sense? So like when I told the universe I'm ready and I got on this dating app, which we'll talk about those stories another day. Oh, um, we actually, I never actually went on a date with any one of them, but yeah. Wow. I also didn't have my dating parameters set correctly. So, you know, I had like 21 year olds showing up in my feed and I'm like, I could be your mother. That absolutely not. Um, but that's a story for another day. Or maybe I already told it. I don't remember. Oh, you guys, my brain is not all, it's not all there today. Um, I also, you know, did just dig like a trench through the snowbank that's like as tall as me so that I didn't have to climb over it anymore. But Basically, what I want to just remind you of is I'm going to go back to my very favorite saying from Amanda Francis. Put what you want out there into the world and then you have to bow your head and move your feet. Your actions have to back what you're telling the universe you want. Your silent thoughts have to back what you're telling the universe that you want. Okay? If, if you are telling the universe you want to meet somebody but not putting yourself out there. If you are telling the universe you want to meet somebody, but not making any attempts or internally saying, well, who would want to meet you? Why, who would want you? Then the universe can't deliver, all right? So you have to back your actions or your actions have to back your manifestations. But the most important thing is you got this. You can do it. It is 100% possible. Okay, I'm going to take us on another little tangent here. Every single person who comes into our life is here to teach us something. I, I believe that wholeheartedly with every ounce of my being. And we have two choices. We can choose not to believe that or 
we can choose to believe that and then we can embrace it on the next level, okay? So what do I mean by that? Here's the deal. Months ago, my son got really, really sick. We went to the ER at midnight, children's ER, and we were in the waiting room. And once they once they told us that his lungs were clear after triage, we ended up checking ourselves out. But as we're in the waiting room, there is this woman with this brand new baby in the carrier and she's on the phone and she is clearly going through some things, like very, very clearly, right? Like things were really bad. And we got back in the car to leave. My mom was with me. Um, we got back in the car to leave and my mom said, you know, I think we came into the emergency room tonight because that woman right there needs prayers. And that's that's what we were brought here for. To she needs she needs prayer sent up for her that she is gonna get through whatever this is that she's going through. And the amount of people that are around her judging her right now. You know, we can be there. We went into the emergency room that night because people were screaming and yelling all over the place. And we could actually say to some of the workers like, hey, this isn't your fault. Hey, you're doing okay. Like, just keep going. Um, You're going to get through this, like, right? And when you can take that sort of perspective and when you can think of like every single person that you're passing is there for a reason. And if, and if, and sometimes that reason is you have a lesson to teach them, right? They're somewhere on their journey and you have a lesson to teach them. So if we can keep that in mind, one, it makes dealing with people a whole lot easier. But Also, it makes life a lot more enjoyable and it makes the relationships that don't work out, it reminds us that they brought us value in some form. So I can look at now and I can say with my renters where where things didn't work out, where I lost two of my absolute, what I thought were my best friends was here's what I've realized. We've got people in our lives who are truly in our lives forever. And we've got people in our lives who come in just for a reason or just a season. And they were in my life for a season. They got me through the divorce. I would not have gotten through the divorce. I would not have been able to keep the doors to the business open had I not brought them in. They had a specific purpose in my life. But as I continued raising vibrations and growing, they were very content with where they were. And that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. And do I wish it had ended differently? Yeah, I do. I I genuinely do, but it didn't. I can't harbor hard feelings through that. I can't wish I never met them because how different my life would look if I had never met them. Everybody comes into our life for a reason. And this is what Jill was pointing out to me yesterday because um, the uh, this new, amazing, incredible person who's in my life, we have, there is one, we both came to the table with a list of non-negotiables, right? Like everybody in their 40s. Like we came to the table, here is our list of, 
here's our list of non-negotiables. And we match on so many levels. But there is one pretty decent-sized non-negotiable that we are not 100% with. And it's definitely causing, um, I don't want to say it's causing concern, but I think we both also realistically know what it can mean. Like, right? Like it, neither of us wants to fall any harder for somebody, for the other, if we don't have somewhat of an idea of how we're going to handle this one non-negotiable that's, that's pretty big. And, um, we're working, we're working. And the amazing thing is, is we are working and talking through this in ways that in previous relationships I have never experienced before. So that is amazing. Okay. But here's the deal. Let's say this goes on for six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks and doesn't work. That's not wasted time because we are learning from it. And the things that we are learning from it are so intense and amazing. And he has already in one week's time opened up and unlocked parts of me that I long forgot even existed. Um, Parts of dreaming and, and things I used to think about all the time that Somewhere along the way, you're kind of told that like, again, that's, that's nice. That's not, that's not real life. That's not adult. That's this, whatever. And you kind of push it down and you repress it and you repress it and you repress it. And he sort of had this key that he like unlocked that and like brought it back to life and their feelings and thoughts and dreams and all of these things I have not thought about in, I don't know, 15 years. And I'm like, wow. So even if this doesn't work, he unlocked a piece of me that allowed me to get to know myself and accept myself on a deeper level that I was never going to get to on my own because I didn't even remember that I repressed those feelings. Like they were just buried, dead and gone. And I think that's one of the most amazing things. Now, do I hope it works? I do. I hope that in eight to 12 weeks that that we're not having that conversation and, you know, that things are moving along in the direction that we want them to go, which is we're both looking for a partner in life who wants to be a genuine partner, who wants to say like, we're in this together. We're going to do life together. That's where I hope it goes. And that's where he's hoping it it goes. But no matter what happens, I already have things to be thankful to him for. So this meeting him and this relationship is by far not a a mistake. Do I want to use the word mistake? I don't I don't know. I don't because again, I don't believe mistakes are real. I don't believe failure is real. Like I don't think any of that is real. I think that comes from the pressure that we're taught in grade school. And that's another tangent I don't feel like we really have time for right now. So anyways, what, 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 let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Yeah. Um, what do we want to take away from this? I want to take away from this the fact that whatever you want is out there and it's possible. And we are going into the new year. And these are the last days of the year to really fully, wholeheartedly, 100% 
make peace with everything that has happened up and through this point in your life. Decide that you're going to heal from it and then claim whatever the fuck it is that you want in the new year and go the fuck after it. Go get it. Do whatever it's going to take and don't settle. But remember, once you claim it, you have to have the actions behind you to show the universe that you're serious about it. You guys, I don't know. I am not going to push for too many more episodes in this year. We've got a couple, we've got just a couple days left in the year and I intend to spend them with my children. But I do expect that we're going to come out of the gate running in January and I cannot wait. So here's to the new year. Here's to 2023. And I will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening today. I cannot even begin to tell you how much it means to have listeners supporting my content. If you have not already, don't forget to click the link in the show notes and check out the Daily Dose membership. Also, if you love the content, please help more people find it by leaving us a review. If you didn't love the content, that's okay. Just keep on scrolling. 